Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, December 26th. We hope you had a great Christmas. We have your forecast to kick off the final work week of 2022. So let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Desk. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We are looking at a frigid morning with temperatures in the 20s, but eventually we'll be in the 40s for the afternoon. Still well below normal. Average high this time of year is 61, but we are expecting 40s, so make sure to bundle up as you head out. We are expecting sunshine with high pressure and control, but still a very cold day. You can see uh, we are looking at that sunshine into the afternoon. Now for tonight, we'll see temperatures back in the 20s to right around 30 degrees with a mostly clear sky, but we warm up and our seven-day forecast, you can see See those temperatures by the end of the week in the 60s for Thursday and Friday. A disturbance will bring some showers for Saturday. Mid-temperatures soar into the 70s over the weekend. Have a great day. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now your morning headlines. The Charleston water system is issuing a critical notice to its customers as they deal with leaks and capacity problems. Officials there say leaks from frozen pipes have caused them to produce 100 million gallons of water per day and saying they cannot safely produce much more. There is no boil water notice in effect right now, but officials say if one does go into effect, it could impact around half a million people in the Charleston area. Charleston Water System says if you experience a water leak, you have three options. Turn off the water at shutoff, turn the water off at a meter with the water key, and call the Charleston Water System so they can shut it off at no charge to you. In order to keep frozen pipes from happening, consider taking the following precautions. You'll want to turn a faucet on and allow a light trickle of water to run. Next, wrap those pipes with insulation sleeves. And finally, quickly brave the cold to disconnect any outside pipes like garden hoses or outdoor showers. If your home is elevated, your pipes are at higher risk of freezing, which could bring them uh, or cause them to burst, potentially causing flooding and extensive repairs. The cold weather is not only affecting water pipes, it's also taking a toll on energy providers. Dominion is joining other power companies and asking customers to reduce energy consumption. Officials say they're experiencing a high demand on systems and are experiencing and expecting that demand to continue for the next couple of days as South Carolinians are faced with the continuing freezing weather. Now, the energy provider says there are some ways to reduce demand. First, set your thermostat at 68 degrees. Next, unplug any non-essential device or appliance, then turn off any non-essential lights. You should also limit the use of major power-eating equipment like dishwashers, washers and dryers. Finally, ensure HVAC vents are open and they are not blocked. Well, as of this year, uh, as it comes to a close, Live 5, we do want to give you a look at some of the biggest stories of 2022. Nick Reagan has a recap of what happened in the classroom this year. 
It's been a crazy year for education headlines with superintendents resigning or being fired, contentious moments with parents, and of course, violence in the classroom. All while educators tried to teach kids how to read and write. Here's a look back at some of our top education stories as we look back at 2022. The year started with turbulence in the Charleston County School District as Don Kennedy was given the interim superintendent role after the former superintendent left unexpectedly with little to no explanation. Many still wondering today why Jurita Postalweight quit the district. All of this happening as a controversial push to have nonprofits run public schools under the reimagined schools proposal was making its way through the board. It was ultimately defeated, but not before the mayor of North Charleston threatened to form his own school district if the proposal went forward. Interim would eventually be dropped from Kennedy's title and a slew of employees would leave or be fired, including the chief of staff, the chief academic officer, head of the Department of Alternative Programs, the director of facilities management and the staff attorney, among others. The year also revealed a number of bad actors in the classroom. In Charleston, a principal who was just promoted was then immediately investigated and ultimately fired. Carolyn Anderson is accused of sexually harassing a male co-worker and telling a secretary that the employee needed sex to put her in a better mood. We need them to send a message that this isn't okay for anybody that's going to be here. The principal at Deer Park Middle School resigned after multiple investigations involving her efforts to protect her son who attended the school from punishments. In Dorchester County, an Oak Brook Middle School teacher was investigated for using racial slurs after a parent accused them of referring to another teacher, a black teacher, as, quote, the monkey next door, and then having students do a cotton-picking exercise. And school resource officers were also spotlighted after one was fired for an alleged inappropriate relationship he had with a student at Stratford High School. The Berkeley County School District alerted Goose Creek Police in March, and after an investigation, the police chief fired Officer Conrad Slayton. It was May that the country was thrown into shock at the news of the Uvalde school shooting that killed 22 people, most of them young students. Here in the Low Country, violence pierced our halls as well. Oh, he did. He did. It was this video at Deer Park Middle School that cost a teacher his job, one student choking another to the point of unconsciousness. The student was okay, but the teacher who was in the room at the time and can be heard on the video was placed on leave and would not return. In October, the day started with a shots fired call at Burke High School, then another at Beaufort High School, and another in the Midlands, and then another. But there were no shootings. The FBI launched an investigation into the false reports that were called in to more than 12 schools around the state. No arrests have been made, but the incident left many parents on edge. But firearms were found on campuses this year. Three discovered at a middle school in Goose Creek and another at a Charleston school. And in Somerville, police launched investigations this month following four incidents in eight days, including multiple fires, a gun, and threats to the school. Things got shaken up in November with the elections, ushering in a nearly completely new Charleston County School Board with Moms for Liberty sweeping five of the eight races. Unbelievable. 
We have another motion. And in the first meeting of the new Berkeley County School Board, board members fired the superintendent in a shocking decision that made national news. It also led to a lawsuit. Now, those are just some of the biggest stories of the year, many of which will generate more news coverage in the new year. In the newsroom, I'm Nick Reagan. Well, the Charleston County Park and Rec Commission says the newly reconstructed pier on Folly Beach is set to open today. The pier originally closed in October of 2024, complete rebuild. The project was expected to take around 28 months and was finished ahead of schedule. Officials say the new pier will give visitors unobstructed views of the ocean and better access. They also note that the new pier will have a longer lifespan compared to most piers at over 65 years. Park officials also say the pier's parking lot will undergo renovations in January as well. If you're wanting to give back this holiday season, it's never too late to give the gift of life. There are several opportunities for you to participate in blood drives. The Blood Connection will be hosting two holiday blood drives this week. The first is set for tomorrow, December 27th from 2 to 7. That's going to be held at the Carolina Bay Cypress Pool. That address is right there on your screen. All blood donors will receive a holiday hero beanie and a $70 e-gift card. If you can't make that drive, there's another one this Friday, December 30th. For this blood drive, the Blood Connection is partnering with the Low Country Community Church. That drive is going to be from 10 in the morning till 3 p.m., and all donors will receive a $20 e-gift card and a bonus $50 e-gift card. Spreading the holiday cheer, that's what volunteers did yesterday as they came together to make sure everyone all the way from Somerville to James Island had what they needed to celebrate Christmas Day. Emily Johnson tells us more about how church members gave back to those in need this holiday season. To share God's love, multiple churches came together to provide toys and a hot meal for over 12 communities throughout the Low Country. For the third year in a row, the event Birthday Party for Jesus brought toys, bikes, hot meals, children's clothing, and groceries. Over 1,400 toys were donated from multiple organizations and businesses before volunteers worked throughout the month of December to wrap everything. One volunteer experienced a similar act of kindness before she decided to help others. I used to be homeless. Now I'm able to help somebody else that might be homeless. Amen. Or struggling. Amen. So it gives me a purpose to help somebody else that is going through what I went through and to show them that God can take you anywhere. We hope everybody had a safe and wonderful holiday weekend. In Charleston, Emily Johnson, Life 5 News. Well, a mental health crisis can happen at any given time. And in USC Psychiatric Department, they're looking to bring some holiday cheer to patients and their care during this time. Until December the 31st, they're going to be taking gifts from the community for those coping with mental health issues. Lauren Quinlan joining us live now. And Lauren, what type of gifts are they asking for people to give? Yes, Aisha, officials tell me they have patients as young as seven years old in their care who sometimes don't have a home to go back to. So they are asking for everyday essentials that they can give out as gifts. Dr. Jessica Carter with MUSC says the stress during the holidays can cause feelings of depression and anxiety. Now, often these episodes are not planned, and if a patient needs extended care, they are usually separated from their family until discharged. 
Carter understands this isn't ideal during the holidays, which is why they are calling on the community to participate in their gift drive, but they aren't asking for typical holiday gifts. Sometimes they don't have a place to go to after they leave, and so that's why uh, the, some of the gifts that we've asked for are book bags, toiletries, things like that, because they might not have those things um, to go back home to or to have a home to go back to. Carter says they try to anticipate the needs of the patients in their adolescent, adult, and geriatric units to best guide them after leaving the facility. So they're asking for items like blankets, warm socks, and clothing. Now, Carter also says the uptick in psychiatry and mental health, especially after COVID, have taken a toll on the staff, and they are always looking for support from the community. If you are interested in offering some support to the patients in their psychiatric unit, just visit our website at lifehabnews.com, click on this story, or you can visit them at 67 President Street in Charleston. Reporting for Life 5 News, I'm Lauren Quinlan. First in war, first in peace, and first in the hearts of his countrymen. That's how Colonel Henry Lee eulogized America's first president, George Washington, on this date in 1799, 12 days after Washington died in Mount Vernon, Virginia. On this date in 1963, the Beatles released the single that will become their first number one hit in the U.S. That song, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Celebrating birthdays today, America's most wanted host, John Walsh, turns 77. Baseball Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith is 68. Actor-singer Jared Leto is 51. And rock singer Chris Daughtry is 43. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with Morning Y'all, which is powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.